0: and the resilient women that are working towards the future that they want to build for themselves and their families. Hello and welcome to the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast and Shine On You Crazy Daisy book volume two and today I have the amazing Claire May from Amazed. Claire thank you so much for being with us please tell us about your business.
1: Thank you, Trudy. Um, My business is a little event management company. I started some 15, 20 years ago. Um, I deal with any sort of event from corporate events to festivals to kids and adult parties.
0: Amazing. Just had to say. Thank you. I I like what you did there. (laughs) Uh, But I want to go back because I didn't know and I've known you for a few years that you joined the RAF. I did did do there and how did that transition you to event management so I
1: when I first left school I started on a a YTF Youth training scheme in the travel industry but I'd always wanted to join the RAF I have no idea where it came from I assume from grandparents or something like that or maybe just watching a a movie probably Top Gun or something Um, And I decided that I wanted to join, and they wouldn't take me until I was 18, because at that time they weren't taking girls until they were 18. So I waited a while. I then eventually got accepted when I was 21, and I'm not even sure I'm allowed to tell you what I did, because it was all Cold War stuff, but I was Morse code and Russian. That was what I listened to. So a lot of dit-dits and da-da's. listening to what was going on around the world. I then (laughs) left um, the RAF. Like many, I met someone, fell in love, and I couldn't stay because the wall was still up then, the Berlin Wall, Um, and he was being posted to one side of Germany and I would have been in Berlin. So I came out of the RAF and we moved to um, Laarbrook, RAF Laarbrook in Germany and I took on a civilian role, but because of my security clearance, um, I had quite a good little role there, which tied the two together. It tied together the the travel that I'd done when I was 16, along with what I'd learned in the RAF. So um, I started then moving people around um, Germany, um, we dealt with a lot of the guys when they came back from Operation Desert Storm, which was the first Gulf War. We moved them back to the UK. A lot of these 18, 19 year old boys that just wanted to get home and see mum and dad. Mm. Um, so at three o'clock in the morning with a cup of coffee, we'd book them back to the UK so they could have a mummy hug. Oh
0: Wow,
1: that's but incredible. It was it was a really, really wonderful time. I look back at it now really fondly um, at the time. I probably didn't appreciate what I was doing, maybe, but it, it was great. And it what it gave me was that ability to move groups of people and to organize things. <laughs> so it's sort of when I came back to the UK, that I just sort of fell into event management.
0: Yeah. I was not expecting that revelation, honestly. <laughs> Cold war, Morse code, amazing. Um, yeah. what were you expecting Trudy a little bit of coloring in (laughs) exactly I don't know Um, your chapter is titled have breast pump will travel which I just loved when I read it how did that event make you want to take back some control for your life and your business I
1: probably again it's it's one of these wonderful things when you when you look back at things you don't realize what you're doing I was working flat out um And my daughter was six weeks old um, when I went back to work and 11 weeks old when I got on a plane with a breast pump because I was still breastfeeding. And I realised at that point that I just couldn't continue doing what I loved doing, but I just couldn't physically manage it. I was probably rocking all over the place. I think one of the worst nights for me was I'd done three back-to-back events and I stood in Gatwick Airport. I had no idea where I'd even parked my car. I didn't even know if I'd driven to the airport. I was so tired and just running on empty. And I think like many people, you get to rock bottom mm. before you realise. And friends around you and people around you will tell you it all the time. They can see it happening. But because you're in that bubble, you have no idea how low you've sunk. Mm. Um. So, yeah, I think actually sitting on an aeroplane with a breast pump and having to express milk at a reception desk for a conference, probably one of my lowest points.
0: Is that really how it feels? It was one of your lowest points because was that a mum guilt thing? Was it just that you were so tired that you you were trying to do too much? Probably a
1: combination of, of all of them, but the mum guilt thing. But at the time I didn't see it. That, that I think that's the bit that still lives with me even you know my daughter's now 17 so 17 years on I still look back at that and think what what was I doing what on earth possessed me to think a, that I could manage to do all of that or that I needed to do all that I mm. I didn't I was pleasing other people I think
0: wow that's a big thing mm. to think about yeah what does having your own business mean to you now, especially with the what's been happening over the last year and the pivot yeah. you've made? <laughs> it gives you the freedom
1: um, to do what you want to do when you want to do it. It also gives you the ability to say no to things. Um, That's probably what I've learned, actually, is is to say no to things that you don't want to do, Mm -hmm. going back to travelling with a breast pump. The last 18 months, of course, for the event industry have been appalling, uh, many other industries, but particularly um, the event industry has been impacted. But I think... I've just diversified a little bit I've taken on more administrative roles for startup businesses um friends that are just getting going and and they've they've diversified during um the whole lockdown and pandemic situation so I've been able to support people with their journeys as well how's that been really interesting again steep learning curve Mm -hmm. because of the use of lots of different software and um just just approaching I think maybe that when you've done a job for so long you just know how to do it and if someone asks you how you do it you don't actually really know you can't put it into words you just do that Mm -hmm. so to to actually have to do something different for somebody else it started the gray cells sort of ticking over again which was really lovely actually
0: well, you learn the skills that you've got. You realise the skills that you've got that maybe other people don't have and where you can help the most yeah. that suits you. Mm.
1: It, it's, it's been really, really exciting, actually. The first probably six months or so of, of the pandemic, I was really quite depressed because I thought, this is ridiculous. Um, what does the future hold for the world of events? But now it's, it's all starting to pick up having come back from Germany, it's it's very exciting.
0: <laughs> what um, will, will you continue with both sides of your business?
1: Yes, I think so.
0: Yeah.
1: I think so, because I enjoy it, um, and I like to see that I'm helping somebody else and that their business is growing and improving, just with my little bit of input.
0: That's brilliant. If there was one lesson that you would want other entrepreneurs to know, what would it be? Oh, Trudy, can I have two? You may. Um, my
1: my first one would be to say no Mm -hmm. don't do something that just doesn't sit right for you and don't think that you have to please people all the time and the other thing probably linking to that is to follow your heart I think you know deep down in your gut if it's the right thing or the wrong thing so follow your heart but say
0: no yeah I say because somebody said to me years ago that saying no to somebody else is saying yes to yourself, and when we can get our heads around that, it makes so much sense that when you say no to that thing that isn't what you want to do, you're Mm. saying yes to yourself, and that makes it more comfortable. Yeah,
1: it makes it makes you feel good.
0: Yeah. What's your favorite piece of business software?
1: I, I've just started with Clickup, and i really i am really enjoying using it. it's um it's just like having a list and I do love a list <laughs> um, and but I, I that's that's probably where I'm going at the moment i've I've worked my way through many bits and pieces, but i'm I'm quite liking what this offers.
0: Yeah, and ClickUp uh, I think is a CRM that you're able to build up your processes and the running yeah. of any business into it as well. So it's really yeah. helpful.
1: And I and I like the fact that deadlines can drop into your diary. Um, you can link it with your calendar. So mm. that for me is amazing because for some events there are quite tight deadlines, and if you miss them, that's it. You know, health and safety, food regulations, all of that sort of stuff. Exciting stuff. It is very exciting. Well, I love it
0: anyway. <laughs> Uh, This has been amazing. Thank you. I've said it again. Uh, Thank you so much for being a part of the book and the podcast. And I wish you all the success for the future. Thank you very much, lovely lady. It's been a pleasure
1: and it's lovely to see your face.
0: Thank you for listening. If you like what you've heard, please leave a review and come back for more inspiration. And if you're ready for more motivation, please go to my website and buy the Shine On You Crazy Daisy series of books with inspirational and motivating stories from businesswomen around the world. But wait, there's more. Come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership for knowledge, accountability, networking, co-working and support. We will give you the knowledge that you need in a workshop and the support and encouragement to implement for the growth of your business. More details are available on my website, thedaisychaingroup.com.